0: Hey, 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 friends, and welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to A Walk With Friends, and this is your friend, Marcella. In today's episode, we are jumping in to 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. So if you're ready, let's go. Finally, when we could stand it no longer, we decided to stay alone in Athens, and we sent Timothy to visit you. He is our brother and God's co-worker in proclaiming the good news of Christ. We sent him to strengthen you, to encourage you in your faith, and to keep you from being shaken by the troubles you were going through. But you know that we are destined for such troubles. Even while we were with you, we warned you, that troubles would soon come, and they did, as you well know. That is why, when I could bear it no longer, I sent Timothy to find out whether your faith was still strong. I was afraid that the tempter had gotten the best of you and that our work had been useless. But now, Timothy has just returned, bringing us good news about your faith and love. He reports that you always remember our visit with joy and that you want to see us just as much as we want to see you. So we have been greatly encouraged in the midst of our troubles and suffering, dear brothers and sisters, because you have remained strong in your faith. It gives us new life to know that you are standing firm in the Lord. How we thank God for you. Because of you, we have great joy as we enter God's presence. Night and day, we pray earnestly for you, asking God to let us see you again, to fill the gaps in your faith. May God, our Father and Lord Jesus, bring us to you very soon. And may the Lord make your love for one another and for all people grow and overflow, just as our love for you overflows. May He, as a result, make your hearts strong. Blameless and holy as you stand before God our Father when our Lord Jesus comes again with all his holy people. Amen. Study of First Thessalonians chapter three. As Paul continues to write, he mentions that he sent Timothy as an encouragement of the faith to the new believers. In Thessalonica. Paul called Timothy God's co-worker in the good news of Christ. And I don't know about you guys, but I love how Paul sent this younger man to go on this huge mission. And even though Timothy was young, he didn't discredit him as a co-laborer of God and as a fellow laborer of the gospel. So for those of you that are laboring for God, that are young, young in the faith, look at Timothy's example. And for those of us that might be a little bit older, even though I don't consider myself very old, but those of us that are older, let us be mindful of how Paul trusted Timothy and the work of God in Timothy's life to have the responsibilities of laboring as a fellow laborer in Christ. As Paul says, we sent him, Timothy, to strengthen you, to encourage you in your faith, and to keep you from being shaken by the troubles you are going through. How many of us are going through shaking? And how many of us need encouragement? And also, how many of us know that we have the gift of encouragement? Today and any day, if you feel something encouraging for someone, you have a word or if you know that there's something you can encourage someone in, let's not keep it to ourselves. Because I think that at one point or another, or even right now, the people around us, including ourselves, can be undergoing a lot of affliction and shaking. But it would be wise to remember Timothy, someone who encouraged and strengthened the faith of others. I also realize that sometimes when I'm going through things, what I need is not to vent or complain or run the situation of worry, the things that are shaking me over and over again in my mind, and then conclude that statement with, but I trust you, Lord. Instead, I need what Timothy gave, real, powerful encouragement. For me personally, I need to sing songs. I need the word of God to renew my mind and to refresh my spirit. I know that I need fellowship, where life and encouragement and joy are being spoken and shared for me and my heart to receive. I too need encouragement in the Lord, and sometimes I just need to encourage myself in the Lord. Paul sends Timothy because, as he says, we are destined for troubles. Even while Paul was with the new believers, he was warning them that trouble would come. And troubles did come to the new believers. In 2 Timothy 3.12, the scripture teaches that those who live godly lives should expect persecution. The scripture says, yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. You see, Paul expressed that he was even afraid of the tempter getting the best of these new believers when the shakings would be happening. Now, these are things, you guys, that we can be aware of today, be mindful of for ourselves and other believers. So let us not be naive to the works of the enemy, but encourage one another to stand firm in the Lord, in opposition from Satan and in the shaking and just afflictions of life. And let us rejoice in the faith of those we love, like Paul had joy in the faith of these new believers in Thessalonica. As Matthew 5:10 through 12 says, God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. And while I know in the shaking, enduring is hard, what we need to look forward to is the reward and the promise that Jesus gave us, God's blessing and the kingdom of heaven. The Thessalonians' endurance under persecution demonstrated growth in their faith. But Paul also wanted them to mature in it. These are questions we can ask ourselves in times of persecution, suffering, or affliction. Did I endure? And if I did, then that means that I grew in my faith, regardless of how tough it feels or may have felt. We are maturing in our faith. I also wanted to note how Paul mentioned that the faith of the Thessalonians was his joy. Now we can recollect that Paul was a Jewish Pharisee at one time who persecuted and murdered people who followed Jesus and preached the way and preached Jesus. What a transformation in Paul's life. We can believe the same transformation for anyone's life who is touched by God and gives their life to Jesus. Now, in the end of this portion of the letter, let's notice how Paul's prayer wasn't that life for the believers would be easy or troubleless, but that their love for each other and for others would grow. Because you guys, this is what Christ told his disciples, that his followers would be identified by this one thing, John 13, 35. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. The way that we grow in love is actually identification that we are disciples of Jesus. Paul's encouragement was that Christ was returning. His advice wasn't to make themselves comfortable here in Rome, but to endure the afflictions and grow in their faith and to stand firm on the foundation of Jesus. That God would make their hearts strong, that God would make them blameless, that God would make them holy as they stand before God, because we all will. Paul prayed that they would stand in this way when our Lord Jesus comes again with all his holy people. And that, my friends, is my prayer for me, my family, and every listener here on the podcast, that God would make our hearts strong, that God would make our hearts blameless and holy so that we can stand before Him amongst all other believers when He comes again. Have a great day, guys. Be blessed, and I will meet you again on Tuesday for the next Bible study.